Thanks to Betterment for supporting the morning stream. Betterment was built to help you make sense of what you do with your money, no matter your financial experience. While investing involves risk, Betterment's technology can help you grow the money you have and set financial goals for the future. Get started by downloading the Betterment app today. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T for the betterment of you. Coming up on TMS, I used to know vagina. It puts the bagel on its skin. Cutting off the stamos. Licked one too many doorknobs. Is it too early for a penis fish sandwich? Liking robots more than dead people. I asked you not to spray that in here. The best beards of older dudes. Went out Lannister style. Making things with Bill. Jury duty and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. Oh, you know what you have to do for me? Uh, I'm not talking to you. Hi, my name's Megan. I like long walks on the beach and pigskin. This is the morning stream. Shut up, baby. I know it. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is Monday, Tuesday. It's Tuesday. <laughs> I almost said it was Monday. It's not. It's Tuesday. Uh, Tuesday, the seventeenth, uh, yeah. December of twenty nineteen. I'm Scott Johnson. That guy's Brian Ibbett. How you doing? How you feeling? Hi. I'm uh, I'm doing better. Doing better than yesterday. You can still hear a little bit in my voice, but mm-hmm. uh, I, you know, licked one too many doorknobs. I have this goal yeah. to lick every doorknob in Las Vegas, oh. and uh, wow, uh, and uh, only got through about half of them. I say it's kind of a delayed reaction because you haven't been to Vegas since uh, how long has it been? So yeah, it's since, taken a little while. Uh, April, I guess, right? Yeah. No, that can't be right. Wait, oh April? no, August for my fiftieth birthday. Oh right, who could forget Brian's fiftieth? The fiftieth, the debauchery really wasn't. No. There was no debauchery at all. No. Sadly, I mean Dave was there, but you know, I know. But even even you know, it's hard for. Uh, well, you know, just fail. let's just put it on the line here. Yeah. It's hard for us to be debaucherous when our wives are with us. We oh, right. Have to be, right. We have to be uh, anti-bauchery. Yeah, you have to be the... <laughs> wait, de- debauchery almost sounds like you're removing the debauchery, or you're yeah, removing does. the bauchery. Well, D, D is usually um, like of, right? So it's of the bauchery. Of the bauchery, yeah. Right. So, uh, sans botchery? I don't know. I don't know sans what sans uh, botchery. All right, no, that's I like that. We've. we've I'd like we've, to know <laughs> what the root of, of debauchery is, and what is like. It really has to come from botch. Right? Yeah, I like it. Like Stephen Botchko, yeah. debauchery means that's when you kick or, him off the show. Uh, he's running. There you go. Nailed it. Or botch. Uh, Titus Welliver's character on that awesome Amazon series. Oh, botch. Yeah, I love botch season three. It was excellent. <laughs> really couldn't get it's enough of where botch. He goes after the killer, right? Yeah, he goes yeah. after the killer. He goes after one? the yeah. killer. He struggles internally with internal affairs because they think his methods are a little rough. <laughs> That's right. It's, uh, they like his methods. He battles with his captain. Yeah, uh, his divorce is really, one, it's, yeah. he still can't quite get over that. He still tries to spend time with his daughter. But at the end of the day, he's still botch. Right. Anyway, uh, hey, uh, so you're feeling better-ish, and that's good. But, uh, man, I'm glad it wasn't the one. So I've been hearing that the um, there was some secret flu this year, like the one that nobody saw coming, so none of the none of the, uh, uh, the vaccinations the, the, will solve it right. or any of that. So whatever. This whatever might be it. Yeah, whatever shot you got uh, did not protect against whatever. This might be it, but I don't know, man. This is putting people in hospitals. I don't think you got it. I think you oh, got like yeah, a no. lower-end thing. 
or something. Secret flu. God, yeah. I love that. I love the sound of that. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> like you need you cross the velvet rope and you get the secret flu. Secret flu, everybody. So anyway, I hope it doesn't turn into more than that, and I'm glad that you're alive. That's really what matters. <laughs> How'd you get the secret flu? Well, I know a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I know a guy on the inside. You gotta know. You gotta know people. It's all about who you know. It's all about who you know to get that secret flu. So I got a I got a question. This is an ethical question. Okay. Uh, right. To start today's program, uh, don't worry, everybody. We're gonna get to uh, the Monday morning film review plus some additional stuff. When Brian's sick, what does he do? Well, we'll find out. Before we do that, though. Um, Here's the ethical question. So the other night, Carter and I were at home alone, and we were both working on projects that are way overdue. We were both drawing in the same room, creating art like you do, and we both were like, we got to get food soon because we have this diet where we stop eating at 7. There's no eating after 7, so oh, it's like... Oh, is she doing the same thing? Oh, yeah, and she's, she's doing great wow. with it, too, so it's working out real good. By the way, 20... Yeah, because she really needs to lose a lot of weight. Boy, that Carter... <laughs> Well, just, she, uh, she she wants she wants she has some goals. She's just trying to reach them. We'll see how it goes for her. But in my case, uh, you know, my goal is a, is a healthy weight loss. Uh, and uh, I'm happy to say I'm down 20 total pounds now nice. from uh, when this all started. When when was that? October, I guess. Mm -hmm. End of October. So, yeah. Something like that. So, yeah, I'm 20 like down. And uh, basically, let's see, that puts me at about 25 to go or 30 to go. Or where I want to be, mm -hmm. but uh, twenty down is feeling good. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so we're like, we should eat. Let's get salads. And one of our pl favorite places to get salads is Wing Nuts because it's just up the road. We have free delivery from uh, from uh, from DoorDash. We're lazy. Also, the car wasn't there. Came out of the car, so mm -hmm. uh, it wouldn't have matter if you're lazy or not. So we were like, all right, we're just going to call it in and get it in here. Now, here's the thing. We eat at Wing Nuts occasionally, and when we do, I always get the Wing Nuts salad with, like, some kind of uh, chicken in there, and then you get to choose what kind of uh, stuff you want on there. And I always like the Carolina mustard flavor thing. And so sure. I'm just used to getting what I get. So I order that, and it's a mixed greens kind of salad, like a, a leafy greens sort of thing, not – not uh, uh, what's the different kinds of lettuce I'm thinking of? Not romaine. Not romaine. Well, there was a big you know, recall with romaine. That's true. That was last year, though. I think. I think they're over that. No, now, December oh, <laughs> this year. Like, that's still this happening. Month. Oh Lord. Well, yeah. I feel okay this morning, so I think we're okay. Okay, good. So yeah, anyway, that but well, that yeah, leads yeah, me to my go. problem. So they normally fill this thing full of like arugula and you know different kinds of stuff, which I like a lot. I'm a fan of that. Mm -hmm. These salads sure. show up. It's all romaine, 100 percent across the board, and this is maybe the, I don't know. 20th salad I've gotten from them over the years. So I know what it normally is. Sure. And this totally sense. isn't it. This is like, now one of two things happen. Uh, someone there screwed up and went, oh, whoops, wrong lettuce. Oh, well, or didn't even know they did it. And they just sent it with the wrong thing. Or they ran out of the good stuff and they substituted uh, ro uh, romaine. Or, uh, no, they put, it was romaine. It was all romaine in there. Oh, romaine. So, okay. you know, romaine with like the bump in the middle and the two leafy little, yeah, little right, right, right. labia like the, yes. off to the side, like freaking, oh, it's like a little, a little teepee. So, yeah. But you're saying, so they usually use iceberg. They usually, no, they usually use this like leafy green mix thing. That's like oh, gotcha, arugula okay. and other stuff. I think there's spinach okay. in there and some other things. So it's usually a lot more like, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. What do you call that? Just mixed green lettuce. Uh, green mix. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Something like that. 
Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what the bags of stuff that we get for salad is uh, is called. It's called green mix. Yeah, green mix. You know, green mix. Mm-hmm. Anyway, green that's mix. the kind I like. It's better for you. There's more nutrients in there. Plus, I just like it better. It tastes better. It's just better. And instead, it's this freaking ridgy, thick, awful uh, romaine, which I don't like generally anyway. I don't like romaine at, like at all. I hate romaine. I don't like romaine. I don't like romaine. <laughs> so I don't eat romaine. I just don't like oh, it. Okay. Not, not like romaine. I don't know what it is. I just it's not my thing, which is good when there's a recall because seems like romaine's yeah. always the one getting screwed. And <laughs> it uh, does yes. And you know why? I think I know why. It's because they got that funky ridge thing in the middle of the leaves. Leaves. So you got the middle hump. You got the two little ding dongs, and in the middle, there's almost like a little hole in the middle. Yeah. And in that little hole, I think a little bacteria goes in there and says, sweet, a hiding place. That's why I think those get recalled yeah. all the time. Yeah, I can. Yep. So anyway. I mean, that's why basically when you're working with romaine lettuce, you can't just like take the head, put it underwater and go, shoosh, 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 shoosh. You've got to actually like peel each yes. leaf off and watch e- each one individually. Then you got to cut off like the base of each stem. Yeah. And then you chop, 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 chop. Yes. Rough chop. Yes. I'm not into it. No wonder... No wonder she put Stamos at the end of her romaine name, because what a terrible name. <laughs> that's cutting off the Stamos. Basically. Yeah, that's right. She cutting off romaine. the Stamos. <laughs> she took her romaine and she cut off the Stamos. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, the house was pretty it full. It all makes sense now. Yeah, it all makes sense. Anyway, so's, uh, so here's the deal. Uh, yeah. I ate it, but here's the question. Should I... And I didn't enjoy it very much. Okay, I ate it, but I didn't enjoy it. it t- like <laughs> but I a, didn't like it. It's like a $10 salad. You know, it's not ridiculous, but not cheap either. And and in my head the whole time, I'm like, I should say something. I should say something. I should say something. It, should I say something when the wrong lettuce is in your salad? Or is that just making someone's life too hard and I should forget it and just coast on down the road? Uh, There's the yeah, ethical question. Say something. I think you should say something, but it doesn't have to be a thing. You know, you can just say... Hey, just want to check with you guys. Uh, ordered a salad from you from you yesterday. It was the wrong. It was a different kind of lettuce than you usually use. Um, is this the lettuce you're going to be using from now on? Because then I just won't order salads from you. Mm-hmm. Or I'll just get the wings next time. Just a thing. Sure. Okay. You yeah. know what? That's phrase what I'm it gonna do. A, phrase it as a you know as a way of saying if you're if you're going to continue using this lettuce, I'm going to get my salads elsewhere because I'm not a fan of that lettuce. But all right, you convince me. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'm going to do it just because and I'm not even going to say I won't even make the big deal about, well, I guess we won't be getting salads here. I'm just going to say, did you guys is that a change permanent or is that just a one off? And and depending on what they say, I'll say, oh, OK, well, that explains my confusion. I'll probably just order differently next time or something. Right. Can I can I tell you what I predict? Well, yeah. Tell me what you think they're going to do. You're going to get you're going to get some teenager that, that basically low wing nuts. <laughs> yeah, I got a salad yesterday and it's a different kind of lettuce. Oh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't buy the. I don't buy the lettuce. <laughs> this place is typically run by. I don't know how to describe them. Twenty-something hipsters with a new tattoo every week. That's how I would describe it. But they're not. Mm-hmm. They're they're not young. There's nobody's in their high school years anymore. They're all like in their twenties or older. But they all look like they're just a little bit on the fringe of. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know where they're headed. I don't know where they're going. I don't know where they've been. There's just a sure. there's kind of a mystery quality to these people. Mm-hmm. I don't like to generalize, yeah. but there is definitely that vibe over there. So you're, so you're probably right. I'm probably going to get just somebody who's like, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. Just I'd be curious. I mean, it, you, you know, it'd be, that's my prediction is that you're going to get the, uh, uh, you're going to get the, I don't know, you, you know, 
Somebody else buys the lettuce. You're probably out. I don't know. Want some wings? Yeah, you want some wings? We need a lot of those. They have so much chicken yeah. that's coming out of our butts. Like, who goes to a Chinese restaurant? Some Chinese restaurant orders the hamburger. We're wing nuts. <laughs> their salad. They put on their menu, world famous winger salad. Or wing nut salad, yeah. So. I wonder what's, so, what's world... I guess it's world famous for... Mystery lettuce. Yeah. For Just never the wheel of lettuce. Yeah, never never knowing which green leaf you're gonna get. That's right, exactly. Bastards. Uh quick email that leads us nicely into MMFR. RF. Oh. FR, sorry. Really, uh, TMFR. TMFR. TMMFR, right? Wait. The Tuesday morning morning film review. It should be TMFR. Should be Oh, because it's cause we changed it from Monday. It's Tuesday. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense because you're saying the Tuesday, Monday morning email review. All right. Uh, movie uh, movie email from somebody first. It says, uh, this is Dylan. Wrote in says, hey, Scott, my name is Dylan. And I'm from St. Catharines, Ontario, Canada. I think I have a funny story for the morning stream. The other night, my fiance were in Niagara Falls and I decided to see Knives Out. Knives mm. Out. Good Knives movie. Out. Great movie. One of the best movies I've seen this yes. year. Agreed. I like, Agreed. I liked I Am Dolomite a little bit better. Or my name is Dolomite. Anyway, upon taking uh, our seats, a rather large man came up the stairs and sat in the aisle seat adjacent to us. He made a few wheezy breathing noises, but that was about it. Until the lights went out and the movie started. We heard him bang a small metal tin in his hand, which turned out to be chewing tobacco. <sighs> what proceeded was two hours of a brilliant film, only dampened by this man horking and spitting his tar mouth into a cup every 15 minutes or so. So I am all aboard any service that lets you watch these movies at home. Anyway, I just wanted to let be able to let Brian know he is not the only one with his theater freaks. Love the show, even though I got the chaff. <laughs> Dylan. All right. Dylan. Oh, man. Okay, that would be that would be enough to make Tina and I move. Mm -hmm. Being next to a guy who's chewing and spitting every 15 minutes. Oh, seats. You don't mean uh, cities. You don't mean neighborhoods. You mean seats. I don't mean neighborhoods. Okay. Yeah, theaters. No, okay. I just mean seats. All right, we I got gotcha. the farthest, The farthest point in the theater that we can get. Dylan, this is for you. I have the chef. There you go. That's just for you, buddy. <laughs> chef. All right. Tuesday morning film review uh, from Brian Ibbett. What'd you see? All right. So we went out uh, Friday night and we saw Dark Waters. Dark Waters. Dark Waters. This is the one with uh, Bruce Banner. Oh, uh, it's got your right. uh, Mark Ruffalo. It's got mm -hmm. your Anne Hathaway. Mm -hmm. It's got your uh, um, Victor Garber. Mm -hmm. It's got your Tim Robbins. Basically, it's it's a um, a retelling, a dramatization of, <clears throat> or not really dramatization, but it's a retelling of the the Dupont um, scandal fiasco, where they're basically dumping their their pollution and from their Teflon factory into rivers or a river in um, uh, West Virginia. Mm -hmm. And basically it just, they just kept dumping it in there. People were noticing that there was a higher case of cancer there. They were noticing that cows were dying, stuff like this. And this guy Ruffalo plays a corporate lawyer who works for um, a law firm that represents uh, frequently represents DuPont mm -hmm. and now he's kind of got to turn and say oh no DuPont's the bad guy I'm going against you know one of the biggest companies in our law firm and uh, um, and, and and battle them okay here's what blows my mind 
Uh, the movie starts in like the 70s, or no, I'm sorry, it starts in, well, yeah, the initial stuff takes place in the 70s, but really a bulk of the film takes place in the 90s. And none of this has and to do with the guy that killed people, right? That's that's a whole different DuPont story, right? The guy that killed people? Yeah, the one in the uh, the Steve Carell movie, um, <clears throat> the one where the rich DuPont heir. Oh, uh, uh I forgot right, the name the of that. Wrestling, the wrestling coach. Yeah, the guy um, was all into wrestling, and then he ended up shooting a wrestler, and and then went crazy. And anyway, yeah, very, he's, he's, uh, very different. He's um, a he's a Dupont heir, so that's why I was wondering if there was any okay. connection there. Yep, has nothing to do with that. All right, um, and I can't remember the name of that film. It's like it's not Snowpiercer, but it's kind of a a name like Snowpiercer. Yeah, like, like a, it's the name of the like place a, they're at, or or the name of the I coach, or the the class, or something. Anyway, doesn't matter. Yeah. Anyway. Sorry, distraction. Uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, Darkwater, pretty good. I wouldn't say Foxcatcher. That's it. Yeah, Foxcatcher. There you go. <laughs> Snowpiercer, um, Foxcatcher. Yeah. Yeah. Snowpiercer, Foxcatcher. It's a you know a noun followed by a uh, yeah another noun with sure. an er at the end. Sure. Um, <clears throat> it is. It's pretty good. I don't think it's going to be in the um the the nomination list, but it is a potential contender according to Hollywood Hollywood Reporter. It's like a, uh, they've got their front runners. There are ten movies that they're saying these are the front runners, and then there there's like five movies that are like contenders, and then long shots and stuff like that. Dark Waters. Here it is on. I'm trying to find current reviews. Seems yeah. to be reviewing be reviewing pretty well. It's good. I mean, it makes. Oh yeah, here's the thing that blew my mind. Um, it uh, the movie starts in the '90s. It's pretty much still going on. Like it's still still an issue uh, still a thing still an issue yeah this guy that mark ruffalo plays is still fighting uh cases for these teflon caused cancer um hmm. uh, issues so it's like okay well think of that when you're cooking your eggs in your teflon pan and yeah no kidding yeah 92 percent on rotten tomatoes right now yeah still i would put um parasite as my favorite movie i've seen for this current oscar Oscar field. By the time you're done with all of these pre-Oscar baity Oscar yeah. things, I'm yeah. I'm excited to hear your top five. Yeah. Okay. And then what we should do is we should roll that. We should take. Okay. So here's what we should do this year. We mm -hmm. should go. All right. Brian's seen them all, so here's his top five that he'd like. But here's his top five he think or here's here's his actual predictions. Here's the ones that I think that are going to be nominated. Yeah. Because you yeah, may so still. Nominations happen January 13th. Yeah. And uh, so I'll give my predictions um that week like the monday before or yeah. no, i guess the 13th is a monday so it'll be the friday um still want to see uncut gems mm -hmm. i'm hearing really good things about uncut gems and 1917 still want to see oh yeah i hear that's amazing that. i've heard nothing but good things about that thing yeah if i'm gonna predict hmm let me think about that for a second yeah i'm mm -hmm. gonna make a prediction here all right i think that um that no, I'm not going to say it here. I'm not going to do it here. I'll do it off oh, here. Really? Yeah, I got to think about it. Okay. I got to think about it. Okay. All right. Uh, hey, say, oh. I mean, right now, my, my five would be um, Parasite, Marriage Story. These are my favorite my favorite five that I've seen. Yeah. Um, Knives Out. Yeah. Um, what else? God, what else would I put up there? Yeah, I've got to look at what we've seen. Hold on a second. Stand by. Stand by. It's all good. Oh, 
Jojo Rabbit, for sure. Jojo Rabbit was fantastic. And Honey Boy. That honey, would be my oh, five Oh, Honey right Boy there. would be in there. Okay. Honey and they Boy have, was really good. They have slots for 10, but uh, I think five is a safe is a safer thing because they can kind of I move like around. I like five, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'll just say what I was going to say. I think that I, this is maybe, I, I just don't want to cause a big stir. Maybe it's not that big a deal. But I'll bet you 1917 just wins it. And here's why. Hollywood likes a big war movie. And I think that that movie will probably get best picture. I'm just going to call it now yeah, so that yeah. later down the road we can have this conversation again and we'll see if Scott's insane or not. But I just have this feeling, sight unseen because I haven't seen it, I think a movie of that epic magnitude mm. probably scratches the, the Oscar itch most. It really it depends on how good it is. I mean, we saw uh, Midway, which is, you know, it's a war movie. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't think it's going to be, I don't even think it's a contender. I don't even think it's going to be in the, the, if they, you know, when they do 10, I don't think they're going to do, I don't think they're going to include Midway. Uh, so okay. war doesn't automatically, but it does help. Sure. <laughs> if 1917 is really good, then um, uh, the fact that it's a war movie will be enough to push it into, uh, into the top 10, into the contenders. I like it. Uh, well, we'll see. And I love that you're watching these. So, uh, so the rest of us who can't fun, see it. This has been a fun year for uh, for movies. Still want to see Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, too. Oh, yeah. That's uh, out or coming out? Is it, it's out. It's out. It's okay. Out. Yep. So that's the thing. Um, I think we're seeing that Christmas Day, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's a and nice, f- uplifting Christmas movie, yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're seeing uh, Star Wars Friday. We got a, mm-hmm. they're doing a big screening at the uh, university, and we're going to, we got, t- we, we got free invite to that. So we're going to go to that. And uh, that'll be fun. And then I uh, get to meet the boy that Carter has a date with the next day. Mm, Ooh. Yeah, I know. Scrutiny. Um, and then what else? Oh, yeah. So that's my big plan. I'm excited. And then I got two giant family birthday or uh, Christmas things this weekend. I got one at my mother-in-law's that I'm really not looking forward to. And then I got <laughs> one at my mom's the next day that I'm really not so much looking forward to. I will say this, though. And this is just a shout out because I know he's listening. My brother-in-law, Ken, rocking the mm-hmm. coolest beard I've ever seen right now. Really? Yeah, you wow. should see it. He looks great, and my sister should not make him shave it, because in years past, he's been a little picky about it. Misha, let that thing grow. It's give gorgeous, a, beautiful. Give us a description. Is it, like, uh, tightly cropped? Is it the big, it's the very big old lumberjack beard? So Ken's, like, businessman guy, like, super yeah. smart, oh, so he entrepreneur type. The, uh, right. And he usually has to, you know, kind of close shave it. But mm-hmm. he looks, he just looks, he looks distinguished. I'm trying to think of what to compare it to, but it's like, uh, it's not messy or long. It's just nice and dark and tight, but it's also, you know, he's, he's our age. So he's getting a little bit of the salt and pepper great, going. Salt, yeah. Yeah. It's just think, a good uh, look. I like it. Sean Connery. I think who, who grows the best beards in your opinion? I'm going to say Sean Connery. Ooh, that's a pretty good call. Um, the best beards of older dudes. Yeah. I'll give one to, uh, James Brolin makes a pretty good beard for an old guy. Oh, all right. Yeah, he looks all right. Uh, uh, I mean, uh, I guess uh, Jeff Bridges is on that list, right? But his yeah. his beards are gnarly. <laughs> like they're, yeah. they're not they're not nice. Yeah, they're unkempt. Beards. Yeah, they they probably you know taste uh, taste or smell like white Russians. Yeah. Uh, I can't think of anybody else. Uh, oh, Jim Carrey? I don't know Jim Carrey. Like, that thing that he grew oh, that was uh, a couple of years back, that thing was horrendous. It was I too mean, much. Uh, 
David Letterman, I'd say, is in that same boat. Like, no, no, yeah. you got to you got to trim that guy back. You're not. You don't uh, want to go for weird hill people. You want to you want to dial right. that back just a little bit. That's right. So I'm going to say it right now, just really quickly to wrap up the movie thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Um, if you get time to watch one more movie, uh, Parasite. Make it Parasite. Find it. It's going to be like at an Alamo Draft House or a artsy theater or whatever. It is. This is the movie to see, and it's the movie to see before you hear anything more about it. All right. All I know is it's in Korean. That's all I know. It is in Korean. Yep. And they'll say the word bukagi, and I'll know what it means. Or they'll say... Bukaki? What? They'll say buracha, and I know that means boobs. <laughs> or they'll say... Oh, I don't, they'll say I, don't remember, I don't remember ever reading the word boobs in the subtitles. They'll say, um, oh, I used to know vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any way that that <laughs> won't end up in a mashup? Probably not. Like that. That there's like there's no way that 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 won't even like be a soundboard yeah, from now on. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm trying <laughs> like, to... Three people just made it a, <laughs> a title. I can't remember what the word is though. Uh, uh, oh, my brother could tell me. That's how I learned all those things. It's my brother. Anyway, uh, well, that's awesome. There you go. Oh, and what'd you binge? You binge something? Oh, yeah. So um, I think I'm going to use one of them as my recommendal tomorrow. Okay. But I also binged the last season of Silicon Valley. And uh, it, oh, it I, uh, Bill Gates says he was on the last episode. Is that true? He was. He totally was in oh, the last episode. Yeah. That's cool. Um, uh, still stayed absolutely true to form throughout the, the final season just an awkwardness and like a every time you think something's going good for these chuckleheads something goes bad because of their uh their hubris or their um or 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 just basically the you know uh jin yang or something like completely screwing them over mm -hmm. um uh really really good final season and uh, a nice short one too i think seven episodes so you can polish that thing off in about seven or i mean in a three and a half four hours you see the picture of Rashib Manjini or whatever his name is. What's his name? The, uh, the one that did the big sick. Uh, Nanjani. That's uh, that guy. Camille Nanjani. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen his big <laughs> yeah. buffed out yeah, freaking the, MCU body? My gosh. Totally. Like, dude is ready for some uh, Eternals, man. Holy cow. He is ripped. Like, yeah. Ripped beyond ripped. Like, That's crazy. Six pack, but it's but there's weird placement of his of the six in his six pack uh let's see they're not they don't at least that photo does not look like they're all even <laughs> so do you see uh third illusion just put a link in the uh in the chat room yeah look at this well that one's short body. i mean don't get me wrong if i could look like that if i could you know uh have that body pff, in a heartbeat no problem but it's not like you and i grew up learning how to draw by looking at superhero oh uh, yeah comic books sure and it's like you know it's like the six pack is boom 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 boom, boom right you know like mm -hmm. they're all parallel and even a couple of his cans look like they're out of the six pack i'm trying to find a full body one and i can't find one oh the well, click on post. that third third illusion link i didn't i didn't it was just his torso isn't it or is up oh there there i found one okay yeah what uh, what what more are you trying to look here look at this that? instagram one look at that one i'm not i'm not muscle shaming Believe no, no, of me, course I think if I could look like that again, I would look. I would. I would do that in a heartbeat. Yeah, he's pretty veiny though. Look at the arm vein going there. 
Woo. Oh, like that is, you could run up to him and just snip one of those veins, and, and then all hell breaks loose. Is that, is that considered sinewy? I don't know. Are those what that sinewy is. arms? I don't know what that would be. But he's a buff mother scratcher, dude. He is, and he's yeah, just so such a. They were just such kind of a dork and everything else. Right, right. That it really threw me when I saw this. In fact, I thought, oh, Photoshop, nice work, guys. And then I was looking right. around, like, Gilfoyle. oh no, this is legit. Something that Gilfoyle put together. Yeah, that's really what I thought. By the way, Gilfoyle still the best part of that show. I uh, Silicon Valley. I still haven't seen Silicon Valley. Is that bad? Have you not seen any of it? No. Oh, dude, there you go. There's a great binge for you this uh, this Christmas season. And you know I'm a huge fan of uh, what's his bucket? Martin Starr. Well, everybody, but uh, the guy oh, who created Mike Judge. it. Yeah, Mike Judge. I love Mike Judge. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Mike Judge is great. Martin Starr is. This might be even more than, than his Freaks and Geeks character. Mm. Um, this might be my favorite Martin Starr character of all time. Whoa. Can't think of, I can't think of another character. I like his character in Freaks and Geeks, and that would be a very that would be a close second. But uh, um, he's good in every name something he's bad in. I can't think of. Yeah, it. yeah. There's nothing that he's not good in. Yeah, Party Man was amazing. He's, yeah. he's good in Honey. Boy. Oh, he's in Honey Boy, is he? He's in Honey Boy. All right. He was in um, the Spider-Man movies here recently. He was the teacher that went on the trip with them all. Right. right. Great not in far that. From home. Yeah, he's yep. great in everything. Martin Starr, a true star among men. All totally right. is well, and and a good beard, and a good a good beard, yes, a good beard, the right kind of beard, <laughs> the beard we need, the beard we need, not the one we want, <laughs> the beard we deserve. Yeah, <laughs> we get the beard we deserve. <laughs> it's not the one we want, but it's the one we need. All right, hey everybody, you know what time it is, don't you? It's this. Sound to me, you've been reading a lot of newspapers printed in Washington D.C. Hey, it's time for the news, brought to you by. Boundless, a touch of No Man's Sky, Minecraft, and a whole lot more. Sculpt your world in this epic voxel sandbox MMO available on Steam and PS4. Made by Wonderstruck Games and published by Square Enix. Nice. Called Boundless. I think that's just a listener who likes that game. I think that's what nice. that is. Nice, and they paid, they paid to have more people play it. Well, yeah. he wants more people to play against in his MMO. There you go. Uh, check this out. This is interesting news. Okay. Thousands of penis fish have washed onto the California beach. <laughs> yes, that's right. Penis fish. Penis fish. Yep. They We asked for more penis just, fish. They wouldn't give us any more penis fish. They're just dicks is what they are. They're just, they're just not. If anyone hasn't seen these, here, I'll send a, a link. They look like uncircumcised penis. Yeah. Like some, like a huge massacre has occurred and we have just gotten the the, the proof of it. Thousands of penis fish were washed ashore on this California, California, California beach, as seen by jarring photos that are raising eyebrows due to the creature's phallic shape. The quirky marine life is often called fat innkeeper worms. Did hmm. you know that? That was the name? Fat innkeeper worms. They look more like worms than fish, so I totally agree with that. I don't like the fact that they're called fish yeah. or referred to as fish. Yeah, that is weird. Uh, their their scientific name is Eurekus cowpo. Capo. Uh, let's see. And an expert writes in Bay Nature that he believes the recent storm of the Drake's Beach area is the reason so many of them mysteriously appeared on the beach. Also, has anyone seen Adrian Veidt lately? Maybe uh, Ozymandias <laughs> is. Um, maybe he's got it's a little right, bit of a like, penis fish generator. I'm going to drop some penis fish. Penis on fish. The east coast. Penis fish. Binged, been, well, not binged. I watched the finale of that too. Oh, good. I love the whole season. I really loved yeah. it. Yeah. 
Bite me, jury. Yeah, jury can bite me. Well, he's on later. Maybe we'll get a final opinion on his thing, how he feels at the end of it. I'm sure he hated it, but I loved it. Uh, Ivan Parr, a biologist from the western section of the Wildlife Society, spotted them on December 6th and explains that the 10-inch fat innkeeper worm typically lives underwater, burrowing in mud and sand, but the storm likely carried them ashore. Uh, it says here, I've heard uh, I've heard my share of imaginative theories from the beachcombers, such as flotsam of erect. I'm oh, sorry, flotsam of erect bratwurst freighter. Oh, is that what you've heard? <laughs> you haven't heard constant penis references, have you? There, the wreck of the bratwurst Fitzgerald. Washed <laughs> ashore with the penis-looking fish. Uh, it says, however, Parr explains the sausage ship accident is not the cause of the scene. We are seeing the risk of building our home out of sand. Strong storms, especially the El Nino years, are pr- uh, perfectly capable of laying siege to the what he calls the I, uh, intertidal, how am I, intertidal zone. Where, how would you say that? Find the second to last uh, paragraph. Intertidal zone. Intertidal zone? Oh, here. You know what? I'm, I'm on the page because, oh, yeah, intertidal zone. Yeah. The, like, so you got the tidal zone. Yeah. And then within that is the intertidal zone. I've never heard of that before. Science. Catch Science. It. This breaks apart the sediments. They leave their contents standing on shore, stranded on shore. The spoon worm, which can live up to 25 years, feeds and swims using its spatula-shaped proboscis. 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 It, uh, it typically eats bacteria, plankton, and other small particles, which is collected using sticky mucus nets. Penis fish and sticky mucus nets. Welcome. Sticky mu- mucus nets. Hold on. Let's try it one more time. <laughs> sticky mucus nets is a website I will never visit. <laughs> oh, but how many people just heard that and did, though? I wonder. Stickymucus.net. I'm going to actually look it up. Edu. I'm gonna look what it up right you're now. looking up, seeing if there's a stickymucus.net. No, just gonna see what it, what what gotta get return if I do sticky mucus nets. Oh, jeez. All right, here's what we got. Thick ropey nets. Oh, it's just more <laughs> stuff about all the penis fish. That's well, all. Well, oh, there you go. Yeah, it's popular. Uh, it's popular share right now. Ew! Don't do an image search though. Jeez, Louise. No, why would you? I don't know what I did that for. That was a mistake. Holy crap! All right. Back to back to life, back to reality. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, this is a good one. Tens of cobras. <laughs> tens, tens of cobras. Yeah, this is all about the wildlife today. Tens of cobras <laughs> are terrorizing toilets in West Jakarta. The terror of creeping cobras continues in the capital as residents of Kimbangang District in West Jakarta made the terrifying discovery of tens of the venomous snakes appearing from inside their toilets on Sunday, December 15th. West Jakarta Fire and Rescue Agency operational head Eko Samarno said the cobras, measuring an average of 20 centimeters, were uh, from a nearby warehouse that used to be a pond. I don't know. I smell a conspiracy. We got penis fish and these things. And and cobras. Just saying. There's a lot of similarities going on. Uh, Maybe you got to kill 3 million people to save everyone. (laughs) <laughs> anyway there were 18 cobras that's that's not tens of cobras it's not tens like tens with a plural implies at least 20 because yeah. there has to be a multiple of 10 yeah not multiple of 10, but there has to be 
at least two tens to be a plural ten. Yeah, that's not tens of cobras. That's literally 18 cobras, which you could say just as easily in your headline. Yeah. 18 cobras terrorize toilets. I know yeah, it makes it seem like there's more, but it doesn't actually because we're smarter than what you. Be, what, would be the, what would be the way to accurately sensationalize that headline? Um, over a dozen cobras terrorize toilets in West Jakarta? There you go. Something closer to that. Yeah. More than one cobra. <laughs> uh, Multiple cobras or just cobras terrorize toilets in West Jakarta. There, even better. You don't even need to specify the number. Unless that thing's like 100, what are you even doing? Why are yeah. you even saying it? Nobody ever says tens of something. Uh, they got into the drainage system somehow and got up to people's toilets. Took a group of four firemen around 30 minutes to finally catch all 18 of these snakes. The cobras were taken to the Kim Bagging Fire and Rescue Agency headquarters. Now, what I like to believe, and I will continue to believe this until my grave, is that the way that they rounded up these damn snakes, Brian, was for these four dudes... These four firemen to sit in front of a toilet with one of those long, pipey uh, instrument things going. And made the snake come out and do this. Yep. And then they just grab it. They grab it while it's up there dancing because they can't resist it. That's right. I've seen movies. Well, then the Pied Piper used a, used a little uh, flute to chase the snakes out of Ireland. That's right. Or to lead the snakes out of Ireland. Everything I know to believe, everything I know to be true, I learned in cartoons and uh, children's television. Correct. Says, yes. we plan to hand the Cobras over to the Indonesian Sioux Snake Foundation and Serpong Terra Gang, says Eco. That's a real sentence. <laughs> That's our plan. Yeah. We're so gonna... four firemen, 30 minutes, 18 snakes. Yep. There's there's like a, uh, it feels like the beginning of a math problem. <laughs> if it took four firemen, 30 minutes to catch 18 snakes, how many minutes did it take each fireman to catch a single snake? <laughs> It does sound like I hated those questions so much. I'll bet you were good at them because they sound a lot like the stuff you do when you go to Puzzle yeah, Pie and do, stuff. I do like uh, do like that kind of stuff. I don't like them. I have a hard time establishing this, the the rules in my head when someone asks that. So somebody says, like it's a story problem, they'll say, all right, George and the Paul. Yeah, they walk in. They walk into a, a, a building. Inside the building, or the, 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 and in my head, I'm going, "All right, I got to picture all this. Got to picture all this." And then I, what sure. I usually do is over picture and under understand the point right, that they're trying right. to make. I'm well, usually they, they front load it with all this garbage that you don't need. How many slices are on the pizza? <laughs> oh right. well, okay, then eight. Oh yeah, I hate that. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's the joke of like, all right, you're driving a bus. You pick up four people, you let off three. The next stop, three get on, four get off. You get to the next stop, eight get on, but only one gets off. You get to the next stop, 24 people get on that bus and only 10 leave. Who's the bus driver? Right, exactly. And you go, ooh, it wasn't me. It was you. You're the bus driver because I said it at the beginning. Yeah. I hate those. Yeah, plums. Plums, Scott. Plums. plums. You neither take plums nor leave plums. Right. Take that, the Riddler. All right. Uh, oh, this is a good one. We're done with animals for now. Okay, good. Uh, we're now we're now we're to the dumbest animal ever: human beings. Man, a man, <laughs> a man is so dumb. Driver blows up a car with excessive use of an air freshener. Damn. Yeah, must have had a real stink to cover, I guess. I ax I axed you not to spray that in here. <laughs> Do I need to ax ax you twice? Don't make me ax you again. Don't make me ax you again. Yep. <laughs> A driver caused an explosion in his car when he lit a cigarette after spraying air freshener. He used excessive, what they're saying in quotes, excessive amounts of aerosol scent before sparking up, according to firefighters. Uh, these are not the same four firefighters from Jakarta, of course. No, apparently not. Uh, 
Uh, gas from the spray ignited blew out the windscreen and windows and buckles or buckled the doors, but the man escaped with only minor injuries. I want to be in that car when this happens. No kidding. How did he get? How did he get out with only minor injuries and a nice fresh uh, garden scent? Yeah, he smelled great. <laughs> Uh, but sadly, his car is wrecked. Um, it says like here summer, summer rain. <laughs> says here the uh, see this happened in Halifax. So there you go, Canada. Uh, it says could have been worse. Warn people to follow safety advice. The motorist was in stationary traffic in Foundation Street uh, at about fifteen hundred GMT when or on Saturday when the explosion happened. It was so powerful it caused damage to windows at nearby businesses. Jeez! So, so blew out nearby. Windows, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yet he got out with minor injuries. Yeah, what I think happened there is because he's at the epicenter. It's kind of like being in the middle of the eye of a hurricane when mm. when it's that kind of explosion. Because it, you're not, it's not like a bomb on your chest. It's or, like all around you, and it only goes yeah. out, not in. Sure. So I'm guessing or, that's why he survived that. Yeah. Or he's unbreakable, and um, Mr. Glass sprayed oh, uh, all the air freshener in there. I didn't think about that. It's entirely possible. Yeah, yep. You know who's going to write in about this probably is uh, Bronco because he lives in that area or he lives in Canada. Oh, right. Well, he lives in Canada, yeah. But he knows a lot about like combustion and that sort of stuff. So I'll bet he experts in he on this and tells us. He, uh, he, we get a lot of emails from him. We don't read them all on the air, but we get a lot of great emails from him that clarify mistakes that we've made. You know, Jeff knows stuff. He knows things. He does. He works, he, a, works at a plant. I think like he a, thinks he knows more than he really knows. I'm just kidding. I'm just, like, I'm just sending him up for one more angry email. He works at a uh, a nuclear plant. And he yelled at me about that uh, that Oreo uh, reference that I made. Oh. About breaking an Oreo and finding blue filling inside. Oh, he he gave you crap about that? He did, yeah. I like, don't remember what the oh, thing was. What was the deal? It was, it was a reference to uh, Watchmen. Oh right, you doing the the yeah. spoiler? I mean, That's it kind of like, was a spoiler a little bit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if you know anything about Watchmen and you hear somebody making a blue reference, you're like, oh. well, okay, all right. Well, I mean, you can connect the dots and say, but we saw we saw blue in the uh, trailer. Yeah, that's like true. We knew that's true. We knew that blue was going to be uh, featured in in the Watchmen. Yeah, I, I, just I don't didn't know what episode it was going to happen in, and you know, that was what he was all upset about. Believe me, dude. That that is like the least surprising thing that happens in the course of that show. <laughs> yeah, I just said nuclear, and they're saying I said nuclear, and I didn't. I said nuclear. You you can occasionally say nu nuclear. Yeah, but not today. But you didn't. Not this time. No, I think you said nuclear. Yeah, I said nuclear. I got it right. What are you talking about, Brainbow? Or no, Jackalope uh, Ashley. Oh, uh, we might need to. Uh, we might need a. We might need a playback. All right, somebody go find it. I'm not doing the work. That's a pain in my ass. Someone go find it. See if I did it. Nuclear. 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 Nuclear days. Yeah. That's how you do it. Nuclear. Great album by the Vapors. Nuclear is what my dad used to say. So therefore, half my house grew up saying it that way. And then I had to fix myself. I had changes like people with a stutter. They don't stutter anymore. Nuclear. Nuclear. All right. Uh, oh, here. What's this? I have a file called Nuke. Nuke. <laughs> well, that's boring. That's boring. Hold on. No, not that. Nuclear warheads. Oh, jeez. What's that from? What's that from? I don't know. Some film sack. I don't know. I don't remember.
Robo some of those, I'm like, why did he save? So why did you save that one and just got the guy going? Nuke. Oh, that's probably more, That's probably from uh, RoboCop Two because Nuke was the drug. Remember the street oh, drug? Oh right, right, right. Nuke. Yeah, and it's that weird gangly yes. actor uh, who we always talk about, who always plays like a molester or something weird. Can't right. think of his name. Someone who's the bad guy in uh, RoboCop Two chat room? Come on, kick it up, kick it up a notch. Uh, <clears throat> the guy from Last Action Hero Two, right? Yeah, the, the first, weird uh, guy goes after weird yeah. looking, creepy. Yeah. Oh, Kurtwood Kurt Smith. Not, that's it. Not Kurtwood Smith. Kurtwood no, Smith no, no, was no, the no. dad in uh, different guy. He's red. Yeah. Bad 70s show. Yeah. yeah. That's not him. Different guy. He's the drug lord in two. Number one, one had Kurtwood Smith. Um, not Steve Buscemi. No. Tom Noonan. Tom Noonan. That's it. Tom Noonan. That dude is weird. He is weird. He's probably the nicest he's guy. He's the nicest guy in the world. I know, right? I always think that when I the guys that always play a creep, you just sure they're the nicest people in real life. Yeah, I'll put a photo of Tom Noonan in the uh, chat room so people can say, "Oh, that Tom Noonan." Oh, that guy. Yeah, there you go. There's a great shot of Tom Noonan. All right. Let's <laughs> see what he looks like. Oh, jeez. <laughs> that's something recent. What is that? I don't know what that's from. It's from his IMDb page. Got a little too much breast for my taste. Oh, Blacklist. It's from the Blacklist. Oh, he's on that, is he? Yeah, he's a he's a bad guy on the Blacklist. He's a trippy dude, that guy. Here's a here's a shot of him from uh, Last Action Hero. All right. Pasty paste, pasty, pasty paste. pastes. There Welcome to Pasty Paste. Can I get you a drink? Oh, look at that. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. He's trying to push push nuke on people. See. <laughs> trying trying to get him to take the nuke. Uh all right. Here's the story. Okay. Uh, oh, we did the blowing up car one. Quentin Tarantino in the news. Yeah. Uh, Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie is probably not going to happen after all. Oh, color me surprised. Yeah, I would Tommy... have loved to have seen it, but uh, I would have said there was a, a bigger likelihood that it wasn't going to happen than it was. Yeah, it never did feel like a sure deal, but uh, he was like, yeah, you don't, uh, they get not enough feet. They wouldn't let me shoot a lot of feet. I want feet. <laughs> Says here, we probably should have seen this coming. Remember that R-rated Quentin Tarantino Star Trek movie, the one that was in the works at Paramount, the one that Tarantino said he was planning to direct on multiple occasions? Well, it's probably not going to happen. Tarantino now says, quote, he's steering away from the project, which means we'll never get to see his take on Star Trek. While speaking at a consequence of sound. Oh, no, speaking with consequence of sound, I guess, which is right. some, I don't know what they are. It's a website. Mm -hmm. Is it? All right. Yep. Uh, Tarantino decided to crush the hopes and dreams of anyone hoping to see what an R-rated Star Trek movie might look like with him at the helm. Quote, I think I'm steering away from Star Trek. But I've had... what? Oh, but I haven't had an official conversation with those guys yet, the director said. Adding that his desire to return soon uh, has contributed to his decision. Oh, retire soon, not return. Retire soon. I don't know why I read yeah. that word. Uh, in a strange way, it Opposite seems like... <laughs> he says, it seems like this movie, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, could be my last. So I've taken the pressure off myself to make that last big voila kind of statement. Uh, I mean, I just, uh, to such a degree that there is a moment when I was writing it and went, should I do this now? Should I do something else? Is this the 10th one? No. No, I don't stop the planets from aligning. What are you, Galacticus? If the Earth is saying to do it, do it. Nice, nice uh, Galact Gala not Galacticus, Galactus reference, by the way. Well done, Gal Tarantino. Galactus, yeah. Yeah, okay. that's nice. Says not that it was an argument, but uh, a little thought like, well, if I'm gonna go out like Mad Max Ophius style, Lola Montez, this is it. I don't know what he's talking about there. But I whatever. don't either. It's just like uh, he's just all of a sudden uh, 
It's probably one of his old movies he loves, like some seventies. I mean, he, you know, he's movie. all about the he's all about the references, right? Yeah, he loves that. Yeah. Um, I just was I was just expecting like to have some sort of uh, number one. We'd have Samuel Jackson mm-hmm. interviewing a uh, Packlid. Yeah. Oh. What what planet you from? <laughs> what? <laughs> what ain't no planet I've ever heard of. They speak English on what? We are not smart. You will have to say, explain yourself. Say what one more time, Packlid. <laughs> Double dare you. I'm double, triple dare you. I mean, honestly, he probably would have had him in there in some con. Uh, some, some, something Samuel L. Jackson can do in a Star Trek movie, right? You could have had him be an admiral. A, or... Let me have a taste of your tea, Earl Grey hot. Mm, <laughs> that is one refreshing drink. How about if I have a little... <laughs> So just so just uh, Pulp Fiction, then, you're thinking. Just mush all yeah, that in there. Yeah, just Pulp Fiction. Okay. Yeah, all right. Much. That's fine. I'm, I'm in. Anyway, probably not going to do it, uh, but that, but I think he wants to do a smaller movie now, like some extra little side thing, and that would be what he would retire on. So um, he does go on to say here, he says, if we're going to go out like that, um, this would have to be the one, uh, meaning the one big one. But he says, in a weird way, I kind of freed me, uh, freed me up. I mean, I have no idea what the story of the next one's going to be. I don't even have a clue. In other words, he doesn't have to try, try, try to top himself. Whatever he does doesn't mean all of his other movies are trash. He can just no, go out I, Tarantino style. You know what I mean? Yeah, but but you don't want your last. You don't want your movie that you've decided to be your last movie to be a flop. No, like no. It doesn't have to top all of his other movies, but it has to be at least on the same level. It's, there's pressure there that I don't think he's considering. And maybe you wait. I mean, the way you'd probably handle that the best is you keep people wanting and never do it. Yeah. Like if he just never does it, we'll be both mad but also sad. But but then we'll also think that the genius left too soon. He'll it'll never be you overstayed your welcome, right? Unless you already right. hate Tarantino and then you don't care about what we're talking about at all. If if um if he were to, and I know he won't because he doesn't do sequels. But if he were to make a sequel of any of his other movies to do as his final film, what would you want it to be? Oh my gosh, Brian, that's a really good question. Um. I mean, just some of these things take place in the same universe, right? Maybe. The Tarantino-verse? Yeah. Um, so many people are dead by the end of his movies, but I would probably say, well, they're too old for it, and Max Cherry just died, but I wouldn't mind seeing a follow-up to, to um, what's her name? Can't think of her name. Is that movie? Jackie Brown? Jackie Brown. I like Jackie yeah. Brown a lot. I don't think he could do Kill Bill again because Bill's dead. Uh, literally and no, figuratively. No, but you could. I mean, the bride could continue on. That's that's possible. Yeah, mm-hmm. she looks great. She could totally do it. Um, I don't know if I. I mean, that was already kind of a. It got its sequel, even though it was really one big movie. Right. Um, yeah. If I had to pick, this is going to seem like a weird pick, but I want to see if maybe, just maybe, Sam Jackson and um, what's John his? John Travolta. No, I can't think of his name. The guy from. I guess John Travolta's dead in the Pulp Fiction verse. Yeah, he's gone. Um, he was shot in the... Shot where did he get shot? Crapper. In the apartment? Right in the crapper. Oh, yeah, he was on the Boiling. shitter. Yeah. Yeah. He went out ter- uh, He went out uh, Lannister style. <laughs> he was like Tywin <laughs> Lannister. Right, exactly. I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Uh, uh, with Shane on the shield. Uh, uh, the, the Justified. B- B- Crowder. Boyd Crowder. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins and Samuel L. Jackson's character... Uh, from, oh, uh, from Hateful, Hateful Eight. Eight. Do yeah. they live? And if they live, what next? I would be into that. 
because I that's I that's think cool. I I keep coming back to this because I'm never quite sure. I think that's my favorite Tarantino movie. I love Hateful Eight. I'm I'm saying a uh, sequel to the uh, to one fourth of four rooms where uh, Tarantino's character goes around to different hotels <laughs> doing that same chop off the finger thing and uh, and it's just two hours of that. Nice. All right, let's go to Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> <laughs> Go get the bellhop. <laughs> oh my gosh! We called one more room. <laughs> yeah, just one more room. I love just that. One more room. You can get uh, what's his? He's you know, what's his name still around? Uh, Bruce Willis is still around. Yeah. Uh, All those people. Get whoever who you need. In that? You need just that um, part because you need the bellhop Jennifer, too, right? You want the bellhop? You need uh, right. You need Roth. You need Tim. Or, Tim uh, Roth. Yeah, Tim Roth. You yeah. need uh, Jennifer Beals, who's just walking around in a robe. Yeah, because she just washed her hair. Yeah. That's her job. She can do who it. Else, uh, who else is in that in I, that scene? I forget. For some reason, Woody Harrelson the guy comes who to loses mind. loses a finger. Actually, you know what? Woody Harrelson needs to be in a Tarantino movie before Tarantino quits. I think that, that needs that's, to happen. Oh, Woody Harrelson. Oh, that's now, nice. that needs to happen. But I, And some people are going to say, Scott, he was. He was in the, the Tarantino scripted film. Uh, oh, what's the name of it? The the one where they were him and what's her name were killers. Oh, true Romance. True Romance. No, not True Romance. The other one. Oh. Oh, Kill, uh, Natural Born Killers. Yes, Natural Born Killers. He wrote the script right. for, right? I think didn't he? He did. He did. Yeah. So he kind of did, or but I'm saying, it? yeah. He well, he wrote it. I thought didn't he write it? Okay. I thought he wrote it because that was that was back when he was just pushing scripts around Hollywood. It wasn't. I don't think he directed anything yet. Right. But uh, what I'm getting at is, Woody <laughs> Woody needs to be in a proper, yeah, uh, in a proper Tarantino, Tarantino movie, film. don't you think? Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's a mistake if you don't make that happen. I don't know why. It just seems like the right combo to me, but whatever. Oh, Paul Calderon, by the way, is the guy who got his finger cut off. And um, he was also in Pulp Fiction. He, I want to say he's he's in Bosch as, um, is he in Bosch? I think he's in Bosch as uh, one of the other detectives that works alongside Bosch. Oh, okay. But not his partner. Okay. Oh, the older guy. I know who you mean. The older guy. Yep. Yeah, that the the other partnership who they, he runs into all the time and kind of works yes. here and there with. Yep. On the show yep. Botch. That's the show Botch. Right. Yeah. Botch. Botch. On <laughs> on Amazon botchery. Prime now. Go check out Botch. <laughs> all right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, Bill will be here. Uh, I got a big fat question for him. Plus, he's probably got some other cool stuff. And jury duty. Cool. Uh, we'll have jury stop by. We're gonna get a quick take on his uh, finale of uh, Watchmen review. Not no spoilers, uh, but uh, then I got to ask. Con- did he continue watching it even after he hated it? Oh yeah, he's. I think he okay. was gonna see it through, but okay. Uh, although I guess I haven't heard about the finale if he has, but we'll find out today, I guess. And then uh, I want to ask him about Yang and is it even possible that uh, anyone of color will ever uh, win again <laughs> in any presidential race? Anyway, uh, there's all that coming up, so stick stick around. Before that, though, Brian's got a song he will play now. What is it? Yes, let's go up to the Pacific Northwest for an indie pop band called Patternist. They uh, have a brand new album out called I Don't Know What I'm Doing Here, uh, out courtesy of In Vogue Records. This is the lead single from it. It's got a great video for it, too. It's called Features Dead, Angela. I don't Jeez. know. <laughs> they don't say that in the in the song, as far as I remember, but uh, but it's great. It's a really, really good song. Patternist, Features Dead, Angela. <laughs>
Hey, you guys. Thanks to Bedember for supporting the morning stream. Uh, here's an honest question. How are you supposed to know what to do with your money? Very, very few of us. And I mean me. And when I say very few of us, I'm one of the few. Or I'm No, I'm sorry. I'm one of the many. It's the very few who I wish I was. But very few of us are exposed to meaningful advice on how to manage our finances. I'm kind of terrible at it. Even fewer have the means to get the professional financial guidance they need. Betterment is a platform that was built to do something radical. To give accessible financial advice that puts you first. If you're like most Americans, your money is probably sitting in a savings account. Likely earning you next to nothing. And maybe you have an investment account that you're not really sure what to do with. Betterment can help make sense of what you do with your money. Investing involves risk, so you don't have to know everything. You don't have to know all the ins and outs of the stock market. Start saving more and investing more in your future. Betterment's technology will put money to work, and it's your money they're putting to work. Choosing the stocks and strategies that are right for you because we know you have other stuff to do. Betterment's platform can even provide guidance on what financial goals make the most sense for you. Give your money a new home at Betterment. Peace of mind included. Download the Betterment app today. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-M-E-N-T. Betterment. It's for the betterment of you. All right? Do it. I'm terrible at all this sort of stuff. I need help. Word knows I need help. Maybe you need help too. Try the Betterment app. Download it today. Available now. Get it. About two months ago, a green eyeball was seen up in the sky. This eyeball was so big, it blotted out the sun, okay? The Morning Stream. No, you better don't. Right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Yes. Uh, does anyone remember this? It's some old school uh, ELR. <laughs> that's my impression that's of, your, an, of anime. Yeah, anime girls. Exactly. That's yes. it. Yeah, I totally remember that. Yeah, old ELR reference there. Anyway, uh, I went ELR. through. I went through some old files this weekend. As you noticed, I sent you some videos and some stuff. Yes. <laughs> and uh, found this, I found this amazing old Ken Kratz. I think I put it up on Twitter. Just, oh, yes, you did as you well. Know? Yeah, you texted it to me so and then you put good. it on Twitter. It is one of my favorite things. What happened to that app? There was an app that let you... I know. What was that? Uh, uh, what, oh, I don't know what it was called, but I used to... I, that was so much dumb fun to mess with that thing. Mm-hmm. And Brian, you could put any photo you wanted in there yes. and then put your face in the mount like it was... <clears throat> thunderbirds basically like you could create thunderbirds with the rah, 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 rah. Yeah. I guess thunderbirds is more marionettes well what's weird about it is you look like you look like his face you are him like let's clarify i mean you know what i mean like facially wise you do, it's not too crazy it doesn't like take me away when from you, it too when much you take when you take just like my my nose and mouth maybe even my eyes yeah you can put them on Ken Kratz's face, yeah, and it doesn't, and it still looks like Ken Kratz. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, let's 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 put it that way. All right, we'll put it that way. You are otherwise nothing like Ken Kratz. Thank you, thank you. That's that's. that's I wanted uh, to make sure to get that out because Brian is nothing like one of the great lawyer douchebags of the twentieth twenty first century. All right, 
Now this. Your bat cave's open there, Bill. It's Bill Duran <laughs> joining us all the way from beautiful Seattle, Washington, where his good rain, morning. your rain turns good into good our morning. snow, which is fantastic. Hey, uh, Bill, it's good to have you here. How are you? Uh, I'm doing fantastic because my friend April brought me bagels from New Jersey. Ooh, oh, she's would that be Viking lass? <clears throat> yeah, it that's would be. right. I thought she, uh, I thought she was out there for the holidays. I guess just a short trip. Part of them. Okay, that's good. What's she, important is she's back and she brought me bagels. That's the important. Yeah, look at me forgetting the important <laughs> part here. Uh, well, that's good. I, we miss April. I haven't seen her in so long. How long's it been, Brian? From forever. Oh since God, we've seen her. Yeah, three years. Well, Four yeah, years. spectacular. Yeah. The last, the, oh, yeah. So I guess a couple years. A couple years. Ever since Bill started keeping her in the basement and only feeding her twice a day and mm-hmm. sla- yeah. slaving her out for the work he needs, I mean. It puts the bagel on its skin or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> puts the bagel on the skin. Anyway, Bill's here. He comes on Tuesdays. We talk about making and building cool things. I had a question for, uh, for you before you uh, kick off today. You ready for this? Right. Lay it on me. How soon? Is Bill making the Mandalorian rifle, the long range, like disintegrate his foes rifle? When is this happening? So I'm probably not going to build that because Bob made one. Odin made one. My friend Anna's making one. And I'm sure a dozen other people are making one and they all look great. I don't need to scratch that itch. Okay. I already made the Mandalorian's helmet. Yeah. So I'm doing pretty good. (laughs) All right. Any desire to make your own baby Yoda or something like that? And again, uh, no, the, that's been done to death already, yeah. so I'm good. Uh, I can enjoy those pictures from the internet and work on something else I'm obsessed about. There you go. That exactly. is an interesting, I just want people to take note of how that little conversation just happened. Because basically yeah. what you're saying is focus on where you have the passion and mm-hmm. the other stuff. Don't do it just because everybody thinks you should or that it's the hot yeah. thing. And right. That's, that's good advice. So, I like it. Um. So anyway, I made a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> Unrelated to any of this, you made a lightsaber. Fantastic. Yeah. No, this is true. You did. Let's see this thing. I want to show everybody. I did. Yeah, it's over at punishprops.com. So a lightsaber handle was probably the first prop I ever built, as far as I can remember. When I was like 16, I took a bunch of PVC pipes and washers and super glued them all together, and I made a lightsaber handle. And it was awful, and it probably fell apart right away. Mm. Um but I've been I like I love lightsabers, I like swords. And for some reason since then, in the ensuing twenty years, I have not yet made or acquired a lightsaber that makes lights and sound. Oh, well, I'm that, surprised. I know, me too, right? It yeah. seems like I like that's a prop maker law, at least a bylaw right. anyway. Right. You gotta have a lightsaber with sounds. Mm-hmm. So I made one. Nice. Now, of course, there's a new Star Wars movie coming out this week, and of course I made the new version that was in the trailer that Ray has. Mm. So she has modified the original because it broke. Um, <laughs> I mean, we don't know the story, but it appears that she that she has gotten it working it again or working again. Um, I went and took screenshots from the trailer, and based on uh, the original one, I was able to three D model the new version. Uh, but also because I'm a crazy person, I three D modeled the version from A New Hope 
and Empire Strikes Back, which is technically the same version as the one from I'm, I'm, Force Awakens. It, yeah, Force Awakens is supposed to be, I was going to say, is the same yeah. weapon. So I, I modeled all those versions, and I'm giving them out for free over on the website. If anyone wants to 3D print their own lightsaber, you've got options. I know a guy yes, with, a, with a 3D printer that. Uh, yeah. You know a guy with you know a guy with three yeah. and a half 3D printers. Yeah. yeah, might be obsessed. You might say with 3D printers. Mm-hmm. Might be. Yeah. Might be. Yeah. All right. Very so, cool. So uh, that that was my chief question here: is were you going to start with pipes and then build onto some kind of pipes? But you went like straight. I'm going to 3D print all these parts and make a 3D printed right. lightsaber. So to get it to light up and make sounds, I teamed up with my friend Sophie Wong. She is an absolute wizard. Uh, she put together all of the electronics, and what's cool is she was able to leave me a prototype with all the boards and batteries and everything, and then I 3D modeled my lightsaber handle around those parts so that they all fit together. If people were to go buy those same parts and 3D print the same files, they would all fit together, uh, and then we put them all together. Uh, oh, did a lot of sanding, because I 3D printed all mine in ABS, and I sanded it all nice and smooth. Painted them with metallic lacquers to give them that real metallic look. Uh, and then we put all the electronics in them. So the blade part is a polycarbonate tube. And then inside of it is, I want to say, two strips of 144 LEDs or something like that. A, just a crazy amount of LEDs. They're all NeoPixels, which means you can address them all and change the color of all of them if you Individually. want. Individually? So like you Individually? could have a, a, rainbow, uh, a rainbow blade? Yeah. <laughs> You could have a rainbow blade, you could have a rave mode, you could be any color of the rainbow <laughs> for your Jedi. Uh, and it's all like, you, you. it's cool. You, I made a little sled that you can slide out of the handle with the electronics on it. So you can plug a USB plug into it, you can charge the battery, you can oh. change the code. So if you want to alter the color. Yeah, but you know what's really cool about that is that means that you can you can have them on a delay so that it looks like, like, you know, in, in faster motion than that, but have them all light up in sequence Yeah, yeah. at the start so that it looks like the, the light is coming out of the... Oh, yeah. So uh-huh. I think I think with the way the code is by default, I think it does that automatically. So when you hit go, it, it extends. Oh, it looks like that's awesome. Yeah. That's and so then the cool. opposite, when you when you turn it off and it plays the appropriate sound and everything, oh, and it just makes me giggle every time that's I cool. do it. <laughs> do, you, do you have to worry about <clears throat> how much diffusion do you have to put in there to make sure that it doesn't look like the like a bunch of different lights like it right. looks like one steady light so we used parchment paper just from like the oh. bakery aisle and just wrap <laughs> that around it a few times and then stuff the leds in there that's yep. perfect that's great. that's like white light diffusion it's perfect yep yeah it worked great yeah uh awesome. i'm looking at the so you've painted this already man yep. i'm always impressed how quickly your 3d printed stuff starts to look like metal i just don't know how you do yeah. it it's crazy it's a lot of sandpaper yeah all just Lots, just lots of sandpaper. How much, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm curious about time on this. How long did this particular job take? So, um, let me think. It was a day or two of 3D modeling. Uh, Sophie did some work on her end to get the the um, electronics ready. And then we built them together in three full days. So it was three full days worth of work. Mm-hmm. But that's, again, that's filming and working while we film. We also built two lightsabers, not just one. So, mm. yeah. Can you... Can you, for, oh, I just saw him light it for the first time. That looked amazing. <laughs> um, oh, you're such a nerd. Look at you. All right. So <laughs> here's my question. Is it possible that, um, do you think it's ever going to be possible for a light to extend to a certain length and stop there so that we don't have to put them in plastic that we could create? 
basically lightsabers that do they wouldn't do anything if you ran it through something, but we could figure out a way to stop light and create like a, a hard beam of light. You know what I'm right. saying? I mean, this is a science question. I was going to yeah. say, so so you see, Scott, I went to art school. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. I just not. always I think mean, you about can, it. I want it to be possible. <laughs> I always I mean, think a about light, it. A light does fall off. You know, like it does. Uh, photons will fall off at a, after, at, a, at a certain point where like you can have a... Uh, um, a light that oh sorry i've got bill talking in my ear because i've got the video playing <laughs> i oh. muted it yeah. um but no no not like at a like at a a stopping point that abrupt that would be so you know, cool yeah. imagine yeah. if we could get to do that how how suddenly lightsabers would get just the, so rad like immediately and you wouldn't have to do a big plasticky thing or or mm-hmm. have a boring replica without any kind of light functionality like, it right. would just be the, right. oh, my gosh, I would love that. And, Bill, you could make a billion dollars making them for people. It, that I could spend on the lawsuit when people start losing limbs to these things. Yeah. <laughs> I, bought, I made one of your lightsabers, and I accidentally cut off my arm. Yeah, well, assuming yeah. that they, they, they don't hurt anybody, right? Let's say the light is not <laughs> okay, harmful. Okay. Then all you have to do is spend all that lawsuit money on Disney suing you for making yeah. money on their product. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll be fine either way. Uh, all right, you guys go watch this whole video. It's very good, and uh, it's it looks amazing. It looks like a real uh, an, an awesome project. Great time of year for it too. Nice job. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're uh, looking for a fun 3D printing project too, it's it's great. That's awesome. Uh, any uh, little bonus content today? Get a little something? Absolutely. So the folks over at NYC CNC are building a life size replica of Johnny Five from Short Circuit. <laughs> And they are farming out some of the parts to their machining friends. So my friend Winston, Winston Moy, made a segment of Johnny Five's finger. So if you want to see someone machining a finger segment from Johnny Five, look up Winston Moy over on YouTube. Uh, I've I've brought him up before. He does CNC, like, hobbyist machining. And if that's something you're interested in, he's the guy. Definitely go check it out. Disassemble. Yeah. It says Hemble. Johnny Five is alive. <laughs> input, input, input. Oh, I hate those movies. I really hate them. But I love this oh, as a project. Great. They're not great. They're bad. But I love. So okay, <laughs> I'll say the first movie's okay. The the sequels, or sequel? Was there ever more than one? I don't know. Yeah. Garbage there poop. Was just one, yeah. Horrible sequel. You oh. know what? I haven't I haven't seen them probably in fifteen years, and now I'm afraid to. Yeah, I, <laughs> I wouldn't, know. Wouldn't it, recommend it. It feels like. Um, Fisher Stevens impersonation of a Pakistani or I can't remember what uh, nationality that guy's right, supposed to yeah. be. Just feels like some pretty bad uh, mm-hmm. racism stereotype. Mm-hmm. I don't think that dude's even legit. Like, no, not at all. No, yeah. no, he's he's a white guy. Was married for a little while to Michelle Pfeiffer, if you can believe that. Oh, whoa, wait a minute, really? What? I am standing. I'm currently standing beside myself. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> what the heck? What yeah. was she doing? What was she slumming for that? He's just a goober, that guy. All right, fine, whatever. Yeah. Who am I to who yeah. am I to judge people's weird relationships? That's what I say. Exactly. Exactly. Bill, it's a pleasure as always. I hope you're having a fantastic Christmas time season deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're back. Let's see. We are. We have. We're on the air next Tuesday. Are you around? Okay. I, I guess I should ask. Let's just ask no, now. I don't think I'll be around. All right. So he'll probably around. be gone. So from all of us here at TMS Central, we want to wish Bill and Brittany. A fabulous Christmas time and the cats. 
of course. And uh, and and your slave uh, labor who lives in the basement, April. All of you, mm-hmm. a merry <laughs> merry Christmas and a and a happy good time. You uh, got a merry Christmas yes. and a happy we'll, New Year to all of you guys. We'll see you soon. Bye now. Simply wishing you a wonderful, wonderful Christmas time. time. Ugh. I guess didn't marry didn't marry Michelle Pfeiffer, but was with her for three years. Oh well, lucky that's, him, I guess. That's longer than most Hollywood marriages, really. Yeah, if you're if we're being honest, not since James Stewart have we had a marriage longer than ten years or something. <laughs> All right, Sorry. let's uh, pull in who? Oh, Justin. Duh. Justin. Let's see if he uh, if he's around. He uh, it's launch day for a new episode for him. So that's right, episode tree. Yeah. Episode tree. Always excited to get him on, talk about what's going mm-hmm. on with that and other things. If I could find his uh, bumper, I'd play it. Here it is. These are their stories. Do, 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 do. Oh, I'm terrible with names. Oh, my gosh. It's Justin Robert Young joining us. Hi, Justin. Well, hello, friends. How are you? I'm good. Where Are you already oh. traveling or where are you now? Are you? Uh... Yeah. That's I've been definitely since, the sound uh, of traveling. Yeah. yeah, I've been up since three o'clock in the morning. I'm in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And I've already had two beers, so go fire away. (laughs) Perfect. That's fantastic. Are you on your way to Florida? No, no, no. I'm on my way to Austin so I can uh, bang out all the night attacks until the end of the year and uh, do a few other fun things. But uh, let me start this segment by chastising you. How dare you denigrate the great short circuit, too? (laughs) and oh. may Los Locos kick your balls into <laughs> outer space. Dude, that movie's terrible. This might explain why yeah. I like Watchmen and you don't. That, that now I understand. Short Circuit 2 doesn't yeah. even Oh, no, 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 no. It does. It does. It explains everything. It okay. explains everything about the fact that you would enjoy Watchmen. Yeah. Ugh, Along God. with the Short rest Circuit of it. Short Circuit 2 doesn't even feature Ali Sheedy or Steve Gutenberg from the original. It focuses solely on the racist Fisher guy. Steven's yes. racist character from the first one. Yeah. No, 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 no. It focused solely on Johnny Five, who is indeed alive. <laughs> oh. oh, how dare you? You probably like Weekend at Bernie's, too, don't you? I would say, no, I don't know. I mean, I liked robots more than I liked dead people when I was a child. So I, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't quite have the same affection for Weekend at Bernie's. Because Bernie is not alive. I had a, no, I had like a five movies. No. I had a wicked. No, but I like I liked robot. I liked robots as a kid, and I like robots talking about uh, befriending Mexican gangs. Sure, why not? <laughs> oh, robots geez. are cool. Um, I had a wicked crush on Ali Sheedy for most of my youth, and uh, oh, no. so, but she was only in the first one, so maybe that's my problem. I don't know. I don't know what's going on, but you're yep, insane. See? There we go, getting led around by your gonads. Uh, I see. Grab, grab me by the peen and never <laughs> let go. So, hey, check this out. While you're uh, traveling around the country, I got a couple questions for you. Uh, uh, poli- political question. Are you in a, are you in a, like an airport? Where are you right now? Yeah, I'm in the Albuquerque International Airport. Okay, fantastic. If anything comes up or whatever, you just yell or tell us and we're good to go. All right. Don't worry. So yeah. we've had some additional dropouts from the Democratic, uh, de- uh, not debates, uh, uh, running. Uh, no more. Well, no, the, the, the entire debate dropped out of the debate briefly over the weekend because they would not cross a union picket line at Loyola Marymount University. But that, as of this morning, has been uh, rectified. Okay. They are now going to do the debate. So they've got they, they had their way in two ways. They got they got to sh- seem like they're with the common man. Yeah. And at the same time, they got their debate back because it was probably going to come back anyway. Right, right? Do I have that right? And also, also the head of the DNC is Obama's old 
uh, labor secretary. Yeah. So they had that. Okay. <laughs> they, they basically brought in like the former national person who would handle labor disputes to handle a dispute between Sodexo and a local union for Loyola Marymount University, wow. which I, I assume that they were able to expedite that issue. Seems like, sure, because those are big names. All right, so, uh, but now we're down to, uh, we got one candidate of color, Andrew Yang, in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody which else. Everybody, everybody saw that one coming. Yeah, uh, he, so I like that guy. Uh, uh, him and Pete are my, are my dudes that if I'm going to, you know, Again, I'd like to make clear to the listening audience, I would take a festering. Uh, a can- yes, I know. Can- we know. We know. We know. Yeah. We know. Skip to the end. I Wait, take- we already have a festering turd. Is that what you're going to say? No, I was going to say festering <laughs> no, no, camel come on. testicle, but it's it. fine. Move on. Move on. Yes. So anything's better is what I'm saying. And, uh, yes. And, and I like Yang, and I think he's got interesting ideas, and I like his tech background and all this. Uh, how long does he last, though? We're, we're probably done soon, right? He's He's out. Um, well, he very barely by the skin of his teeth qualified for this debate, which means that he, I mean, you know, if, if as everybody else drops out, things reshift, he might make the debate in January, depending on what the thresholds are. But I w- would be shocked if he lasts further than New Hampshire. Okay. Then, then the, my next question is who's after that? Like if you had to guess. Who drops out after that? Well, no. I mean, there's a lot of people that, you know, like uh, Booker and uh, Castro that are not going to make this debate that probably should drop out <laughs> because they don't have a shot to be president of the United States of America. Yeah. So I would say that those are probably the next ones. But in terms of the people on the stage, I mean, who knows? Because really, like Tom Steyer and Michael Bloomberg uh, are candidates that are going to be in there until, I don't know, they get bored because they're rich enough to be in there forever if they want. Right, right, right. Okay. I, yeah, I have a feeling it'll. Uh, aren't we at that phase where people start dropping like flies, though? Because this is kind of it. No, 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 no. Now we're actually at the hibernation point. So the only reason why Kamala Harris dropped out was because if she had stayed into late December, she would have been locked into the California ballot, which would have meant that when the California primary happened, she would get slaughtered. And that would be a bad look considering the fact that she has to run for re-election for Senate in a year after that. Oh, so, yeah. so she wanted off that ballot. Also, she horrendously mismanaged her campaign. It was one of the biggest tire fires of this presidential season, and she ran out of money. Mm. But all those things together uh, uh, show you why somebody who had very high visibility, who, by the way, had qualified for this debate. Mm. She should have been up on that stage. Uh, but she is out because of that. Uh, beyond those disaster scenarios, we're going to really see dropouts closer to when, like, we're close enough to actual votes that people are going to see actual votes come in. And then at that point, their donors are just going to be like, yeah, no more if you're going to finish in night. All right. And that's and that's the thing that keeps uh, Bloomberg out of the debates, right, is the fact that he doesn't get donations. In the, that, that's one of the yeah. requirements to be in the, in the debates, which is a bummer because so, I'd actually like to hear from bloomberg to see what he's you know what his 
Yeah, we haven't really heard from his anything. Commercials. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. If only there were a way that Bloomberg's opinion <laughs> could make its way out into the public. That's okay, crazy. all right. I mean, yeah, I think you get nuts. you get one thing when you get them controlling the whole narrative, but you get a different thing when they're being asked questions live that they have. to Yeah, answer. and also, and and then and then having rebuttals happen around them. I agree with that. Like, I would rather have I him. I mean, sure, yeah, but he should have run for president when everybody else did. Yeah, like, right. that's <laughs> true. I mean, he has no one to blame for that but himself. Oh yeah, no, for sure. Kind of just annoys me, generally speaking. Bloomberg does. I don't even know why. I don't, I mean, have, I don't have a good reason. He just annoys me. Uh, you would be amongst uh, good company yeah. because that is the general uh, bipolar uh, opinion of the Democratic Party. Sure. Um, all right. We're also, is it this week the vote gets taken? Wednesday? Uh, that for, is tomorrow. 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 Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So tomorrow they vote. Uh, they have the votes. In, the, in Congress to be done here with their end of it. Then it goes on to the Senate where everyone is signaling that they're going to just let it die. Or I shouldn't say everyone. McConnell and uh, Lindsey Graham are both. As far as I'm, I think those guys have sold their soul. I don't know what happened. Oh, yeah. I don't know what well, happened well, I mean, Graham. I mean, but, but look at it like this. Uh, number one, there is all indication that there will be less Democratic support for the actual artic- articles of impeachment than there would there was for the initial authorization vote, right. which means that it seems to be becoming less popular within the party, right? Uh, within the party that is pushing it, at least. And then polling-wise, it has become less popular. So I'm not exactly sure what anybody would have expected. <laughs> mm. I'd be really curious. I mean, the, the polls, generally speaking, polls like poll polls, including Fox polls, are showing... Uh, all kinds of support in the uh, even in in his crowd for like hey yeah I probably probably ought to be impeached now. Um, Fox and Friends well, were all I mean, acting surprised but, but by it, it. Look at it like this. I mean, uh, uh, there is a difference between a number and then momentum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, ultimately, this is not. I mean, and this is where I think people. This is not like anything else we've talked about. Mm-hmm. This is not just sticking a political point to the president. That happens all the time. Right. And that can pull in various different, you know, per- permutations. Impeachment is last resort. Right. And so you need more than a majority <laughs> for it to be a successful thing. There's a reason why it is a last resort. And so if you're at 40 and you and you want to beat your chest about it, cool. But it doesn't mean anything, and you shouldn't be surprised when it gets rejected when the other party controls the Senate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't have any. I don't have any ideas in my head that this uh, that this particular Senate is going to do anything other than, you know, let it well, ride. Well, but also it's like it's like, you know, I don't know. Uh, to me, trying to convince the nation that they know the right way of the road on Ukrainian foreign aid is something that I think was always an uphill climb for the Democrats. And I don't think that they necessarily proved. It. Hmm. Well, I know uh, we're getting a lot, there's a lot of not stink, but a lot of ruffling going around it here. Cause we got one of our, one of our Congress people, a uh, pretty staunch Republican from the fourth district here came out yesterday saying he's, he's voting for impeachment. Um, which I only bring that up. Oh, because, he is. Yeah, uh, I forgot his name because my because I'm dumb and I can't think of names today. Uh, but anyway, he's uh, 
largely being celebrated here for that because people don't like Trump here, despite our, <laughs> you know, majority of, of, uh, of votes from Utah voted for him. Uh, people don't like where he's gone or what he's doing. That's generally kind of just a thing you hear all the time. People talk about it a lot around here. Um, and so now everybody, no, no, so no, now the Democrat, the Democrat, not the Republican. The no, no, Democrat no. There was a, that. there was a Republican dude. Oh, what's his name? Hold on. McAdams. Ben, ben McAdams. McAdams. No, not him. Hold on. Shoot. Because I'm seeing a lot of news stories for lone Democrat in Washington from Utah, Ben McAdams, supporting impeachment. I'm not seeing any Republican. Uh, maybe you're right. Did I screw that up? Maybe I got it backwards. Oh, here it is. Utah rep. Oh, you're right. He is the he's the one that took what's her name seat. Uh, Mia Love. Mia Love seat. Okay, I I, yeah. I apologize. I goofed. I thought he was a I thought he was Republican. Why did I think that? All right. Well, then it's not okay. Well. Whatever people are happy that, he's doing that it. would be news. That, that would, would be, be news. news. That'd be if, a big if, deal. If, if 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 a Republican split from the party, that would be news. But, so, but a, a vulnerable Democrat is uh, is is you know some of those are happening because the, you know a Pelosi has to squeeze in. There's a great New York Times article about uh, how much uh, there were like literal just like uh, givebacks to some of the. <laughs> vulnerable democrats to make sure that they stayed in line yeah uh well yeah so we'll see how do you take what's your take on that dude that changed parties you have any any thoughts on that guy um you know he was facing he's going to face a tough primary either way so his decision politically is do i face a tough primary as somebody who uh disappointed everybody or somebody who's a hero right. <laughs> and he chose the hero <laughs> right that makes sense all right i hear i hear overhead bin so i want to like, give you time to pimp your latest episode of raise the dead go all right so uh the newest episode of raise the dead is indeed all about richard nixon now i know what it, i know what you're thinking richard nixon evil voldemort watergate blah 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 i dare you to go back and listen to who he is in 1960 and how he, uh, the road he took to be that candidate, because I think it's going to be very, very interesting. And dare I say, I think that the convention of the Republican Party in 1960, by the way, where Richard Nixon supports civil rights before the Democratic Party does, mm -hmm. uh, that it bears a striking resemblance to what we are seeing right now in the Democratic Party. Mm interesting okay well i can't wait it's on my feet it's on my uh, thing it's already downloaded it's ready to listen to as soon as today's show ends y'all should be listening raise the dead podcast.com yes and also if you guys like it please go ahead and rate and review it because that apparently does really help in the apple algorithm or in any algorithm so so please go ahead give us that social proof and uh, let people know that now three episodes in the halfway mark of the series we got three episodes after this uh, that you are really digging it. All right, nice. Go console that small child I just heard crying, will you? I will. I baby will. I'm going to sit right next to Justin. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's actually, I'll tell you what, it really shows the remarkable uh, fidelity of these headphones that you've caught somebody who's like half a plane away. Oh, wow. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, all, I can hear the clicks. I heard the scream, but otherwise yeah. I only hear you, so it's very selective, yeah, I guess, in what we're hearing. Uh, Justin Robert uh, Young, everybody. Justin R. Young on Twitter. Catch him live uh, tonight. I assume you guys are doing something live, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, we'll be live tonight. All right. Stay out of trouble. We'll see you next week. All right.
Sounded like he uh, was going to give some new lyrics to We Didn't Start the Fire by Billy Joel. Yeah, he did a little Richard bit. Richard Voldemort, Watergate. Hey, you know what he could have done? What's that? Uh, or what we should have done is he's on a plane now, right? People are all around yeah. him. They're minding their own business. They're trying to just yeah. get the work-a-day travel done. Yeah, we could have we could have made him say something super uncomfortable, or you'd have to get all or quiet. Or could have made him it. say, "Oh, by the way, we got a listener named Jack who really wants you to say hi to him. Could you say could you say hi to him really quick?" <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> Why don't we think of this at the time? Dang it! I mean, he's putting uh, himself in this vulnerable uh, vulnerable position. We may as well take advantage of it. I say. That's right. Exactly. All right, we're gonna play the Monday morning mashup on a Tuesday because we didn't have a show no, yesterday. Yeah, we have to. Right. We do. Uh, we promised Jamie we have a fiduciary uh, duty to our listeners, and this is a mashup. It is called Jamie Bait. All right, Jamie okay. Bait. Let that be whatever another, it is. Another line in the uh, we didn't start the fire. Yep, Richard Jamie Nixon, Bait. Jamie Bait. <laughs> Voldemort. Watergate. <laughs> uh, all these things that I hate. Me, 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 me. <laughs> All right, here it is. I'll play it. Enjoy. Let's just say it had to do, do with the penis. Let's get to do 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 do. There's always a song in my heart and a poop in my pants. You know what? So, oh. <laughs> R2, I think Jabba the Hutt has milk bread. <laughs> Once it leaves your butthole, no more fart. <laughs> Santa Claus. Yeah, Santa Claus. What are you going to ask for from Santa Claus this year? You better be good, or he will bring you a dirt shit. I broke it when I yanked it too hard. Clicky, clicky, clicky. Clickety, click. They do the big hairy lady with the glasses. What's her name? Oh, I'm going to do this twice. I'm going to do it once early in the day. I'm going to do a nice <laughs> ease in okay. there. No problem. Job, you know, do the feet. Later in the day, I'm going to do a really hard one before bed and do a hard one. <laughs> sure, sure. Hey, cut your hair short like you did back in your coffee shop days, and I'll shave these giant, enormous monkey pits that I have. What if it was out the butt like a ponytail? <laughs> <laughs> My giant man genitalia. Something that comes out of a cocking gun next to each wiener is an amazing phrase to hear out of context. Come and get it on with a something, something thong. Yes, and a, okay. yes. I'm on buy a used phone. That's f Can you guarantee me this phone's never been used by a gay... I don't want no homophone. Yeah, don't give me no homophones. How do I know a homosexual hadn't used that phone before? Uh, I'm going to take my pigeon to <laughs> Las Vegas Strip and going to ride till I can't no more. Pray for Donald Trump. Donald Trump. And he asked for no quid pro quo. <laughs> he asked Zelensky for nothing. He wanted nothing. Tape over the nipples. The boobies. You got no friend in me. You got no friend in me. I'm going to take you for all you've got. No, you've got no friend in me. Just Jamie Bate is what this is. It's only Jamie Bate, but yep. I had to do it. <laughs> all right, now I get the reference. The Jamie Bate reference. Jamie I get Bate. it. Jamie Bate. Uh, good work, Jamie, as always. Nice I used stuff. to know vagina is Jamie Bate. Yep, there you go. Oh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to hear that one again. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, that's it for today's program. Hope you enjoyed it. I did. I'm glad Brian's feeling better. Tomorrow we'll have another one. Yeah. And uh, hopefully I'll be feeling even better tomorrow. Yeah. I had to mute a couple times to blow my nose and cough and sneeze and like taze on day. Make a, yeah, step away from the microphone to snort. Yeah. Do a Kleenex. Exactly. Uh, tomorrow we'll have Tom here. It'll be his last time with us before Christmas because he is traveling to Japan Thursday. 
for a Christmas trip with his wife. And uh, that'll be fun. We'll have Nicole here, hopefully. Oh, very nice. Yeah, we'll probably send Nicole a text tonight, just a reminder. Just That's know. a really good idea. Yeah, She's busy, busy holidays. Busy See how mom. they're feeling? Because I, I hugged them both at the Elf, um, uh, party thing, the Alamo Draft House uh, Elf thing, mm-hmm. a couple nights ago, mm-hmm. Sunday, no Saturday. Maybe, maybe you got they it from got them. Yeah, maybe they gave it to you. Yeah, maybe. Because Nicole's got some, had something or just getting over something, right? They got the kids, and the kids get them all sick all the time. Oh, yeah. They're incubators, those kids. I don't know. My kids didn't get sick very often. I don't know what that was about. They just didn't. Marty, it's your kids. When they did, it was gnarly, but they it was rare. We never really had sick kids that much. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Anyway, uh, they'll pay for it when they're older, I guess. Um, that's it for the show. Patreon.com slash TMS is how you support us. We appreciate everyone who does. If you haven't yet, consider it. The morning stream at gmail.com is how you can contact us. If you're trying to do that, you can find us at frogpants.com slash TMS. And, uh, uh, oh, I got, uh, it's in the other room, but I think, I think I got my, uh, uh, secret Santa thing. But the reason I say, mm. I think, and I'm not sure is because it's devoid of any name at all. And is also related to another different show I do, but I think it must be it. I don't, I don't know. So you, but this is like the first year that you've. Uh, it's the first year I've done gotten it. into the Secret yeah. Santa. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah, I sent mine out. I mm-hmm. don't know if they've got it yet. Should soon, if not already. Yeah, I know mine, you got uh, yours. Mine came addressed to uh, Rogue that teleports to Blue. Oh, or no, Mister teleports to Blue. So, what that oh, mean? that was in Tactical Santa. That was Furt Secret Santa because oh. we had one for the Furt Raid group too. Oh, I didn't know they were doing. And I one. know, I know who that is. And then I also got something from Daniel Halstead. That uh, is awesome. He signed it. He said, I'm your Tad Santa. He sent me some um, pecan fireballs from Texas. They are hot. They're basically like spicy turtles. Those sound great. Yeah. I can't eat that anymore. You can't eat that. Yeah. That's all right. 20 pounds says I'm good. Exactly. Um, All right. Well, there you go then. Uh, We'll be here tomorrow. So check us then. Brian, do you have a song to play now? Now I don't play the songs. Uh, Hallie wrote in and said, Hi, Scott and Brian. My husband James introduced me to TMS in the winter several years ago, and I've loved listening ever since. I've been wanting to request a cover for a while now for James, who is so selfless and caring that I didn't even know his favorite band until recently because he always lets me pick what music we listen to. James recently got a promotion and is the best parent to our one-year-old daughter. Please play a Led Zeppelin cover for him. Thanks again, Hallie. Aww. So that's awesome. She says that his favorite uh, Led Zeppelin album is the live album, How the West Was Won, which is great because, I mean, it's a bunch of it is a bunch of uh, Led Zeppelin classics anyway. So it's really easy to pick a a Led Zeppelin cover from that. Let's go to uh, let's go with a version of Heartbreaker. Very bluesy slide guitar Heartbreaker originally by Led Zeppelin covered here by Bjorn Burge from his 2007 album. I'm the Antipop. Here is Bjorn Berge and Heartbreaker. Same as it was so long ago From a rise, different spot Like the one who knows 
Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Just seeing the box gets you excited. Mm. Oh.